Yes, sir, 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 yes, sir. We are live. Y'all are on. And this is Balls, a sports podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. Episode number one. One. We made it, y'all. Base. A hundred. Yes, sir. That was P in the building. Buddha in the building. Of course. Dylon in the building. Of course. And you know, you know, this is Ball Sports Podcast. What kind of podcast is this, Buddha? It's the podcast with balls. About balls. All about balls. Just all about balls. All about balls. Uh, did you already say? Did you say our name already? I, I I don't know if I if I heard correctly. Yeah, I mean, I, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I said yeah. our three names. I mean, you can say okay. who who you are if you'd like to. Oh, know, I'm, do I'm, your own thing. I'm Nels. That's what's up. Yeah, there's somebody else. I, I don't know who that is though. Who? You, Dylan? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know y'all was talking about me. Ha <laughs> ha. Of course. Ha ha ha. Dylan, Dylan. Yes. And I'm Buddha, the resident white guy for the first time listeners. And yes. I'm married. Hey. Yes, sir. Shouts out to Nels. Yes, sir. Jump the broom, you feel me? The boy done tied the officially. It's a wrap. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, it's done deal. None of you hoes can get All you hoes through, bill. Ain't none of y'all can get at me no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you, unless you slide in my DMs oh, and my old lady. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one hundred. One hundred. Wow. wow. Uh, so I mean, what what can we do with one hundred? Benjamin Dude. Franklin. Okay, you you snapped hard body. You snapped hard body. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, let me see. I think I might have something. Hold on. Um, let's see. One hundred. I mean, we could always find actual factuals around the number if we are able to find one. John Madden was the has the highest winning percentage in the history of the NFL amongst head coaches to a hundred wins. Oh, and speaking of which that, was, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Which is the third fastest? Well, he's also the third fastest to get to 100 wins, with only George Hallis and Curly Lambeau getting there quicker. Huh. Um, the 100 is one of the most amazing shows on Netflix. It's true. I heard the 100 is really good. I did hear about the 100. Being this good. is, and when you keep it real, you keep it 100. This is actually the NFL's 100th season. Ooh. It is. It is actually Fort Myers High School's 100th football season. Shout out to the Green Wave. And Dylan, Dylan is currently wearing slides that say 100. 100. Ooh, we are killing them today. We are killing them for absolutely no reason. This is not done on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. We did not plan this. I promise you. And we did not ask for any of this. Yes, sir. I know they be asking me feel- about where I got my slides. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's that. It's that hey, Buddha, it's I that felt splat. like you was about to. Yeah, I felt like you was about to um, segue from from John Madden. Were you not? No, I was just gonna talk about the uh, the 100th season. I don't care about no John Madden. 
Oh, I thought you might have segued into. I I thought um you were gonna segue into Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah, we could talk about Hard Knocks real quick. I can give a quick. Did I you guys did, watch I did, it? Nope. I didn't. That's no. what I was about to say. I didn't watch it. What, did All did right. you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I'll give you guys a quick little overview. Nah, but don't so, spoil it, bro. No, 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 it's. I'm not gonna give away anything major because Dylan still needs to see it. Right, but la 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 la. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> it was. Um, it wasn't super exciting just because like they haven't played any preseason games yet, so like you don't get to see that aspect of it. So it was really just like the players arriving to camp, and you start to see some of the personalities, and um, you know you got to see the first person cut and everything like that. It's the bonus stuff. Right um, but like Jonathan Abram, the rookie that they drafted. He's in like eighty percent of the episode. Like he's already about to be the star Who's of the Martin show. Knox on the Falcons, right? The Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah. So um, you get to see a little bit about what's going on with Antonio Brown's injury, which we found out a couple days ago. It's from frostbite, uh, the injury to his feet. How the fuck do you get frostbite? Um, the cryotherapy machines. You usually go in there with like thick, heavy socks and stuff, and I guess he didn't. And he got frostbite on the bottoms of his feet. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't wear the proper he didn't wear the proper footwear, right? Yeah, exactly. He's stupid. He's stupid. He's stupid stupid as shit. But um, so yeah, you kind of get to see that. So that's what. So that that's what the pictures were. The pictures was his feet being split from ice. Not ice per se, but like frostbite on his feet, like the skin. All that skin died basically on the bottom of his feet. So it's like all falling off, and he's got to wait for his feet to kind of heal up from that. So, so, it, so it the, could take so a the skin bit. on, so the skin on his feet is dead. Yes. So it's just like a sheet of dead skin. So basically, like one giant callus, basically that's gonna fall off. Woo! Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, I mean it's cool. Like Jonathan Abram though, like he talks a lot of shit. Um, he kind of position does he play again, bro? Safety. Oh yeah, I said there's and, a lot of oh that's the safety you was talking about like yes. a couple episodes back. And he's a, well, and he's a, and he's a hitter, mm-hmm. so like he kind of got in trouble because he was hitting some of the players before they were putting pads on. And he out of Bama or something. Like, cause you know, like those first initial practices before you're allowed to put pads on, you're not you're not supposed to be hitting. And like he he kept hitting, and like he he hit he knocked one of those tight ends to the ground and shit. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he just likes to he just likes to bang. That's just what he does. So um, so. But he was like so, he was like John with Coach Gruden too, and he's like, "You ain't gonna cut me, Coach. You ain't gonna cut me." But like in a so, in like a playful way. But go ahead. Is he is he working on on his coverage though on the show? Because you know that was like one of his major weaknesses was like how he performed in coverage. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's working on his he's working on his coverage skills. Like he's um they didn't show this on the show, but like I saw today at a, the practice with the Rams, like he was working with like Charles Woodson and stuff like that. So oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, he's about to be a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be nice. He's gonna be nice. Cause we're we're oh, doing. Well, I, I think because it looks like we're working with a three safety set this season. Y'all look a like three a safety, safety set. set. Oh, yeah. kind of like so. Y'all gonna be doing like a like a four two five. Yeah. So except your except your three guys are gonna be instead of it being like hybrid linebackers, it's gonna be hybrid safety. Yeah. So we'll have um, Carl Joseph, Lamarcus Joyner, and uh, Jonathan Abram. That's lit. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But um, first episode, yeah, it was cool. Like you got to see some of the characters and stuff like that. So we'll we'll see how things shake out. But it was, it was a good it was a good episode. Um, That's good, man. Yes, sir. But uh, I do kind of want to get to a bracket real quick. You know, since it is the hundredth episode, you know, I kind of wanted to start things off. 
of a bracket. With a bracket, if that's okay with you, gentlemen. You yeah, well, let's start with the bracket. Let's start with a bracket for the one hundred. This is gonna be a very hard bracket to do. I have a feeling. A hard bracket. Yes. Awesome. Because this bracket is our first ever tournament of champions and runner-ups. So what I did, I went back to all of our previous brackets and I assembled the winners and the runner-ups and I put them in a tournament. Now, I don't know how you're going to judge who wins what round. That's going to be completely up to y'all. Wait, you said the winners and the runner-ups? Of every bracket we've done. With the exception of the best current player positions. To where I just okay. got the top two based on our rankings. Mm-hmm. Which is why okay. I asked for you guys rankings of certain players. So that would be Khalil Mack and DeAndre Hopkins. Are in. Okay. They, they, fill, uh, in, right. they fill in the last two seats. Because basically we've done 16 brackets plus all the player positions. Or 15, sorry. 15 brackets plus all the player positions. So I took the player positions out and just used two of those players to fill in the final two seats. Mm-hmm. Cool? All right, bet. So as I go through the matchups, I'll tell you who it is, what bracket they either won or were the runner-up in, and you guys got to determine somehow who wins. Okay, bro. All right, All right let's do it. Goku. So you said, you said Goku this is going to be tough. Goku right. versus everybody. So I like Goku versus everybody. I am not gonna lie to you. I know you're not gonna like the way this conversation is gonna go, but easily Goku over everybody. Well, he's he's not in the bracket because he wasn't in any of our other brackets. So. so why was he not in the bracket? It's Goku. I don't know. Maybe he can be in a future bracket. We can do like an anime bracket or some shit. Bet. Goku. We don't need to do the anime bracket. All right, All right bet. Sounds good. All right. All right, bet. So up first, bet. we have Carson Wentz. From he's the winner of the starting quarterback in a Hunger Games scenario, bitch. Versus the winner, or sorry, second place and best comic book hero, Deadpool. Deadpool. And and this is just overall doesn't really matter. Just However, you want to decide who wins. It could be. It's got to be. De- it's got to be Deadpool. He can't. He can't die. Yeah. No matter how good of a hunter Carson Wentz is. It doesn't matter, matter because he could. He can hunt all he want and hunt down Deadpool. Deadpool will hunt him back down. And all Deadpool needs is one good shot. Carson Wentz needs forever. <laughs> all right. We have the winner of Best Rap Catalog, J. Cole, <laughs> versus the runner-up for Best Feature Artist, Drake. Hmm. Okay. See, this is a good one. J. Cole versus Drake. Um, catalog. Versus best. You know feature. what? Versus I'm not gonna lie to you. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, J Cole would have easily won that for me. But Drake has like really redeemed himself after his occurrence on um, No Guidance. Yeah, he did. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like at first, I was gonna say J Cole would be the one I want to hang out with. But seeing how he was in that video and looking at the outtakes, I could hang out with Drake. I feel like, you. I could. I, I could. I could legitimately. Dreamville versus everybody. Yeah, the answer is Cole. I mean, Dreamville. I mean, if you want to bring in squads, Dreamville definitely is just on OVO. <laughs> if you want to talk about taking a whole squad and we I'm just gonna go out and have out. a good time, I'm trying to hang out with Dreamville. And them. Dream, I'm easily gonna go with Dreamville. Like, <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. It's just I'm trying to hang Dreamville. out with Boss. All right, we have the runner-up 
for best starting quarterback in a Hunger Games scenario, Cam Newton versus oh the best one-hit wonder, Swag Surfing. Swag Surf, Cam, bye. You're trash. Damn. Swag, swag Surfing is a Negro spiritual. Cam, Cam Newton is, is just a Negro. Negro spiritual over the Negro every time. Wow. I'm not going to say all those words, but Swag Surfing wins. Okay. <laughs> You could say you could say black person Buddha. All right, we have the runner-up for best non-world champion wrestler, Roddy Piper, mm. versus the winner of best movie villain, Agent Smith. Agent, Agent Smith. Smith. What Smith. the hell? Sorry, Roddy. Roddy Piper. You was in for absolutely no reason. Sorry, Roddy. All right, we have the winner. Of best wrestling entrance song, Randy Orton voices. I hear voices in my head. Versus the winner of best video game, NCAA. Oh my gosh. C double A. I am going Randy Orton just because I never really you tripping in played them. NCAA like in that. I mean, I feel you. I'm def. I'm definitely going with NCAA. I know. NCAA is is the go. I just had to throw a vote. The it's all good. The, the Nkai All right. We have the winner of Best Kids Show, Doug, versus the winner of the best wide receiver currently, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins easily takes off on Doug. Yeah, why are you Doug ain't got nothing on DeAndre Hopkins, boy? And he, he know that. Bet. All right, Hopkins goes through. Okay, we have the runner-up for best entrance music in wrestling, Batista, I Walk Alone. I Walk Alone. Versus the runner-up for best finishing move, the Stone Cold Stunner. 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 Stunner hit you, it's over. Oh, my God. All right, we have (laughs) the runner-up. For best video game, Mario Kart. Ooh. Versus the runner-up for best sitcom, Family Matters. Mm. Mario Kart. I'm Mario going... Kart. Oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> actually, actually, hold on. Oh, I'm going Family hold Matters. On. Hold on now. Hold on now. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I might have to renege that one nah, now. Nah, Nigga, so much more happiness in playing Mario Kart. Not Bro. for me. Bro, family family matters is a whole move. Hold on, I gotta call in a ringer. Chris. Family Matters or Mario Kart? Mario Kart over Family Matters? Let's go. Mario Kart oh, it is. There it is. Alright, well there it is. She has spoken. I knew Queso was a real nip. <laughs> She's not real. I've been thought. Well, I think this one's gonna be this one's gonna hurt now. I already know. We have the runner up for best rap catalog, Jay Z. Woo versus the runner up for best kids show, Dragon Ball Z. What the fuck? The Battle of the Z's. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z versus Jay Z. Yep. Dragon Ball oh my gosh. Z, boy. Oh my gosh. Well, Nels, hold on. Since he's saying Dragon Ball Z, I'll let you make the last vote. I'm going Jay Z. Oh, 
Goku. Oh my gosh. It's on. It's on you, LB. You feeling this one, ain't you? Cause he know he got. Yeah, I know, I know he was gonna. Yeah, he I know, like I, bro, when I was when I when I was riding up the the bracket, I was like, ooh, that matchup's gonna hurt now. Ooh, it's gonna hurt so bad. But Jay to the Izzo, gotta go. You know. I mean, for the record, right now as I'm thinking about it, I'm leaning more towards Jay Z, Dylan. I ain't gonna lie to you. Then lean towards that nigga, that nigga. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to go Jay Z, bro. That's tough. Dang. All right, Jay Z goes through. All right, we have the runner-up for best one-hit wonder, Return of the Mac, versus the winner of best trash talker, Conor McGregor. I'm going Conor. What say you, Dylan? Conor. Conor McGregor. No matter what I was gonna say. Nope. Well, what were you gonna say? Return out of Mac. That's tragic. You should know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, this one's gonna hurt Dylan. We have the runner-up. Oh, actually, hold on. We'll. we'll... Ain't gonna hurt All right. Me. We have the winner of best wrestling faction, D Generation X. This ain't gonna hurt me. D Generation X versus the runner-up for best movie villain, Kid Boo. Kid Boo. Yeah, he was gonna easily oh, go Kid Boo. I realize that. My bad. Kid Boo. What do you say, Buddha? I would have said D-Generation X. You say D-Generation X? Yeah, because I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, so... I'm going to have to go Kid Buu on this one, bit out. I feel you. Not mad at it. I just can't vote for something I'm not aware of. Yeah, we got to really get you on that, bro. I know. All right. We have the winner of best non-world champion wrestler, Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. Versus the runner-up for best movie hero, Neo from The Matrix. I'm gonna have to go Chico Ramon. Oh, wait, who? Razor Ramon versus who? Neo from the Matrix. I have to go Chico Ramon. Jeez Louise. Um, oof. I'm gonna have to go Ao. Nels, what say you? But Neo tough, Razor Ramon tough. They both tough. Right. It's like what category? Like, do you like who's cooler? Like who gets more hoes? Like. Well, I think in I think in both of those categories it would have to be Razor Ramon. I mean, Neo kind of lame. He ain't Keanu Reeves just yet. Yeah, but he can dodge bullets though. He can dodge bullets. Why you pick Razor Ramon, uh, Dylan? Because he's the bad guy. <laughs> Good enough for That's me. Fact. <laughs> That's facts. Razor, Razor Ramon. You want to go to war? All right, Razor I'll Ramon you, wins. Take you to war. I would have said. <laughs> I would have said Neo. Damn, Chico. It's all good. Um, okay, we have the winner. Razor Ramon made it cool to, to put a toothpick in your mouth. Of best comic he book really hero, did. the winner of best comic book hero, Black Panther, versus the winner of best current linebacker, Khalil Mack. Ooh, this one is a good one. Folded up by Black Panther, bitch. He would. For, oh, I, that's not, that's, I, I feel you. That's I not my criteria, but I feel you. Black Panther. Sorry, Khalil. Black You're Panther not DeAndre. Song. You ain't DeAndre real. All right. So we have Black the, Panther forward. Black man pull up. We have the winner of best finishing move, the RKO, versus the winner of the best feature artist, Lil Wayne. 
R K O. I'll let you gentlemen discuss. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, for what it's worth, bro, like the RKO is like timeless. Did you see did you see Randy Orton's wife hit him with that? Yes, I did. I saw that. That was pretty quality. Um, but Lil Wayne though, like Lil Wayne and his features are Mm. are amazing. Oh my gosh. Um Bang, bang, bang. I'm gonna go RKO, bro. Don DeMarco. Wow. That might be considered an upset. What would you have gone with? Don't matter. Dylan, what would you have gone with? I'm curious. It's the WB. Oh, my Not God. Not the WB. <laughs> Probably Wayne. All right. Um, I can see that. So, we have the runner-up for best wrestling faction, Evolution, versus <laughs> the winner of best sitcom, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince. Fresh. Yeah, the answer is Fresh Prince. Friggity, 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 fresh. Friggity fresh. fresh. All right. And then the final matchup in the first round. The runner-up for best trash, trash talker, Floyd Mayweather. Money Mays, May Money. Versus money the winner money. of best movie hero, John Wick. It's John Wick. John Wick. John Wick would give Mayweather his first death. <laughs> Off rip. <laughs> Off rip. All right. Off the rip. So, second round. The Stone Cold Stunner versus Black Panther. Mm. Panther. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. I'm going. You go. Which way you going? I don't even know, cuz. I don't know why I gotta think about this. Black Panther, what was his category? He was the um, best movie. No, best comic book hero. Mm, comic book hero. I'm gonna go stunner just because it's because he got comic book hero. If it was like movie, I'd gay to him. All right, but so I didn't really look at the comic book Black Panther like that. Wait, so who you're giving it? To? Oh, you're giving it to the stunner. To Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, so that's on you, Buddha. <sighs> I'm going back. I'm, I'm going Black Panther. About you, baby. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of wild, that, bro. That one kind of hurt me. Um, all right. We have Mario Kart versus Agent Smith from The Matrix. You said what? Mario Kart versus Agent Smith. I'm going Agent Smith. Mario Kart, bud. Niggas that had nothing on Mario Kart. Mario hit... Agent, Agent Smith, Smith would have put his self in the game and killed everybody. You sleep. Mario would have threw one of them little turtle shells at you. Wouldn't have killed him. Would have flew you across the map. Ain't about that life, bro. Mario Kart would have been riding on that road and got his ass filleted. Bowser would have came in there roasted. Bowser wouldn't have done Smith. shit. Agent Smith would have done one of them things where he has like a hundred of him in there just bodying and everybody. They all got roasted by Mario. And nah. Oh my god. Ghost would have been in that bitch walking through niggas. No, this is on you. Uh, I'm gonna go Agent Smith. Bet. Yeah, voice is wild, dog. Bet. (laughs) All right. He got them little cartoons fucked up, man. We got. I ain't gonna lie, brother. Dylan said. (laughs) Dylan said. 
You'll hit him with one of them shells. They'll go across the screen. <laughs> that was because I can envision that blue ass shell with mm-hmm. the wings. Yum! Best logic <laughs> through the whole screen. Take it on the TV, bro. All right. Oh my god, that's great, bro. We got best video game NCAA versus best rap catalog J Cole. Cole World. It's my vote. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cole over NCAA. Too. Right, you didn't want to have to make that decision. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, right. I feel like for Dylan, it was a win either way because he fought with NCAA and he fought with Cole. Yeah, but I'd be tight if I would have let Cole go like that over a video game. <laughs> That's J Cole over no video game. All right. <laughs> we have. We have that couldn't even stick around. They broke up with us years ago. Baby. Word. All right, best best one hit wonder swag surfing versus best finishing move RKO. Swag surf when they get RKO. RKO. RKO swag surf. RKO. RKO the first nigga doing a swag surf (laughs) to the left. RKO bitch. Good night. Go to sleep. Nope. All right. Uh, Razor Ramon. Hey yo. Versus the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I ain't gonna lie to you, Razor. Fresh Prince. You got nothing on Will. Yeah, Fresh Prince. <laughs> you ain't got nothing on Will, Chico. Alright. John Wick. Winner of Best uh Jonathan Best Wick. Movie Hero. Versus Best Trash Talker, Connor McGregor. Connor, you died today. Word. He got John. Floyd Mayweather out of here. <laughs> and now he got John Connor out of here. If you couldn't get back Floyd to back, out of there, you about to lose that one. Jay Z, well, actually, Jay Z's rap catalog versus DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. Oof. Oh, I'm gonna say Jay Z, so Buddha can have the decision. It's Hopkins. So I don't feel bad. The answer's Hopkins. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> God dang it! Hey, boy, you the best receiver in the game, ain't it? I know. <laughs> The man broke somebody leg. He, he ended somebody's career. And then the he uh, ended somebody's whole career. This is true. And then the final matchup, <laughs> the final matchup of the second round, um, the runner-up for best comic book hero, Deadpool, versus runner-up for best, sorry. Oh, best movie villain is Kid Boo. Deadpool. Deadpool versus Kid Boo. Yep. Deadpool. Deadpool, 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 Deadpool. Y'all try. Kid Deadpool. Deadpool. What's he going to do to Deadpool? What is Kid... Deadpool going to do to Kid Boo? They the same nigga. Nah. You should watch. You'd see. All right. So the next round. <laughs> they the same nigga. J. Cole's rap catalog versus DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, my God. Cole. Yeah, the answer was cold. Fuck! That's crazy. You just got so upset at yourself. That hurt. Alright. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus Black Panther. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Deadpool versus Agent Smith. I would love to see this fight. 
I would have seen that fight too. This fight would be crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I'm, I'm, Smith. I'm definitely giving it. I'm giving it to Deadpool. I'm going Deadpool all day. Agent Smith. Dead busy. Nah. It's just for filet nigga. It's just for go throw that nigga in space or some stupid shit. John Wick versus the RKO. Oh, John Wick. John Wick would make the RKO a killing machine. What? John Wick could get his RKO. He get back up though. I'm going John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) John Wick could RKO Randy Orton into a bullet to his head. Alright. Oh my (laughs) god. The final four. It's so extreme. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool doesn't die, but neither does Fresh I'm, Prince. I'm, I'm going Fresh Prince. I'm going Deadpool. Fresh Prince, get your egg ass out of here, you lame nigga that don't die. I'm mad. <laughs> J. <laughs> J. Cole. J. Cole versus John Wick. Cole. Wick. Yeah, I was playing with me now. <laughs> J. Cole J. Cole puts out more of a positive message <laughs> so good it has to go J. Cole alright man that's the only thing you have <laughs> honestly I can't say that J. Cole ain't gonna beat him in anything else except for bars and positivity me, so better so your finals shit. best sitcom Fresh Prince of Bel-Air versus best rap catalog J. Cole god can it be a tie there can only be one can it be I'm gonna have to I'm mad to say I'm mad to Be, say Fresh Prince. By the way, I would love to see like the runner-ups fight, Deadpool versus John Wick. That'd be sick. That shit would go hard. Yeah, that'd be sick. But I'm 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 going, going for Fresh I'm Prince. Going for, I gotta go Fresh Prince. Okay. Bro. Fresh Prince is like they laid down the culture that J. Cole's pushing right now. Yep. Thank you for saying it for me, Bill. Sorry, Cole. Fresh Prince. Yeah, Fresh Prince is like a, a forerunner, bit. The winner, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, wins the tournament. The Prince, tournament of champions. Fresh Prince got their own pair of jades. I'm trying to see Will Smith versus Goku. <laughs> well, Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince wouldn't fight Goku. He just get Goku hemmed up one time, and then cleared. Jitta introduce Fred, Jitta introduce Goku to some pussy. Get him fucked up with Chi Chi. Be over with. G. It'd be a done deal. Jitter never see his jits again. So. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I feel like that bracket was appropriate for the 100th episode. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Of course, just Fresh a, Prince got to win on 100. A recap of what we've done over the past, you the know, The most 100 show. The only show that you can watch over and over and over and so over Fresh and Prince, over and over again. Fresh Prince is your grand winner. The so, that, Fresh Prince is the most 100. The most 100. I've been thought that. That's my favorite thing on TV ever. That's your favorite thing on TV ever. What? <laughs> Got your ass. No, you don't have my ass. I have my own ass. Hey, watch out, cuz. Try to hide my wow. ass, cuz. What's up with you, cuz? Wow. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Y'all hear his voice, cuz? I, I feel like. Is it tripping, I feel cause? like you. About to move to the other side of the room, cuz. No one told you to sit on the couch next to me. I don't got time for that today, oh. cuz. So, so he's grabbing he's he's grabbing your butt. No, no, bro, come okay, on, nose, oh, come man. on. Too far, nose, too far. Okay, <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> what, what what do y'all want to discuss? Life. We got hey, a, fan mail. Oh, you got more? Yes. Oh shit. Bro, right. what the French? We're getting fan mail. Wow. While your fan mail says. Okay. 
You guys are nuts if you guys do not believe that Steve Nash played good defense. Oh, Jesus. Any comments, concerns, or inquiries? This was sent by Mike Ohead. I know basketball. Oh, boy. 0210. Uh, here we go. How you feel, Nels? So, say, say it one more time. Apparently, for- this fan mail says that Anyone would be crazy to think that Steve Nash was more wasn't more than an offensive weapon that he actually played very good defense and okay. had hella steals. Okay. I mean, so the 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 just not well, the discussion at hand right now is is Steve Nash a good all around player or no, is he a good, good defender? A good defender. A good defender because he got a lot of steals. Is he a good defender? Is he a good defender? Period. Is he a good defender? Period. No, that's an asinine statement to make. Thank you very much. Because Steve Nash never averaged. Steve Nash never averaged over a steal a game ever. Thank you very. Like that's that's wild. No, I just want I just want to let you know this was a heated debate. Between who and who? Between Dylan and Mike at Hooters. Mike who? Mike McCain. I had to, I Mike had to, McCain was drunk. He was auditioning for the show. And I told him <laughs> this was the type of energy he'd be getting. And he felt the need to say that Steve Nash is a good defender, which I felt the need to let him know you are foolish for thinking that. So Steve Nash is a good defender with, with a career of point, statistical of point total point seven in steals. And in point, point one blocks. But apparently he had a lot of steals. A lot of steals where? <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot of time in which I wasn't watching basketball in which Steve Nash must have been snapping defensively. Because you watched him no. in the twilight of his career? Because I must have watched him. and Yeah, I, apparently I watched him in the twilight of his career, which means the fall end, I just learned. Yep. Tail end of his career, which mm-hmm. means that when I was watching him, his defense was at its worst. And his defense was peaking when he was young, well, which is around the time when I must have not been watching basketball. I'm staying out of all this because I just started watching basketball in the past couple of years, so this, uh, this argument is not for me. You gotta watch stats. I'm staying neutral. I'm Switzerland in this. Uh... You just got to watch stats. If somebody tells you somebody has a lot of steals, you expect to see a lot of steals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Period. Ah, uh, that's wild because <laughs> Steve Nash, <laughs> Steve Nash had a total of 511 steals. His whole career. You played more than Jordan. 511 games. Jordan, Michael Jordan, who's t- who's up in the list for the most steals like ever. Got him by like 80,000. 259 in one season. Jesus. Bitch, what you had in your whole career, nigga had a half of, he had a half of that in one year. That's that's unacceptable. You don't play defense. You're on a team that gets scored on 130 points a game, so they gotta drop 140 a game. Just to win the game. No one is playing defense on that team. Mike Mike might have to come on and apologize. You need to. Because you need to understand I'm, he, I'm not the one. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would say a word to him, actually, if he really considered Steve Nash a defensive player. Well, he's, <laughs> he's, um, well, he's listening to this right now, the show. Mike, come on on the show. We could talk about Steve Nash. You could talk about with yes. somebody that maybe yes. is, a lot, is, is around your age that has watched Steve Nash as long as you. Since I'm too young to know if Steve Nash can play defense or not. That's thoroughly unacceptable. He had 511 steals 
in 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 the seat in his career, John Stockton, who's number one for most deals all time, had two hundred and sixty three. Um, it's, it's just it's plainly unacceptable, like plainly. I'm not even gonna put blocks out there on him because I, I understand don't he's a guard. But steals, you're on ball more than anybody else on your team because you're a point guard. Um, you should have steals. You should be and getting steals. You should absolutely thoroughly be getting steals. Um, is unacceptable. Steph Curry um, gets steals, and, and Steph Curry don't play good defense. That is that is. <laughs> that, is, that is facts, young man. Steph Curry's a way better. He's a way better all-around player than Steve Nash, which is and he's not which, even a top-tier defender. Which went into my next comment that I felt was, which even initiated the conversation in which I said that Steph Curry is one of the best to ever play the game because he changed the way people had to play basketball entirely. Well, I feel like I feel like at the end of the day. Um, Steph Curry can always be considered one of the greats just because it's not even about the sense of him changing how people play the game. It's it's also the fact that like he has done things we've never, never really seen before. Seen before. Exactly. Like we've seen we've That's seen something similar. Like we've seen the Reggie Millers, we've seen the Ray Allens, but like but you he ain't did seen it the, the whole Steph Curry. season. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he he's he's just done things that are thoroughly unbelievable. You haven't seen a bunch of Steph Curry's running around doing Steph Curry shit, but you're seeing little young Steph Curry's now coming up. That's what I'm saying. You can't. People are out here imitating Jordan. Kobe imitated Jordan. There are guys Bro. out here imitating LeBron James's play. There are guys out here imitating KD's way of play. There is young guys out here everywhere in high school, elementary school, trying to be Steph Curry. They're gonna come Bro. into the league trying to be like Steph Curry. Look at what's his name. Um, for the Hawks, Trey Young. Trey oh. Young. That's that's Steph young Curry. Steph Curry right there. Steph Curry made four hundred and two three pointers in a season. In a season, that boy had more threes than Steve Nash had. <laughs> dang near. He averaged he averaged dang near five three pointers a game. That's yeah, that's that's crazy. But I still I also cannot believe, and I like you know what I like Mike. But I did not like Mike, Mike for the little bit that that I heard. When, 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 when that that almost made me question. Well, well, you'll have to come on the show, Mike. We need to talk about this. We absolutely have to have a conversation about that. That this isn't the seat you want to be in. You know, when y'all come to balls, it's the hot seat. You gotta know your shit. We don't have some Dolphins fans come up in here and get embarrassed. We don't have. We don't have Julian come in here and say it's gonna be a a low scoring game. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? We don't have some asinine things said. We don't have we don't have guys come in here and say the Dolphins gonna take it next year. We've never had a guy say Steve Nash is a great defender. That, my friend, is a first. Can you go on the list for that? Should put them on the list. Um, if you'd like, you can go ahead and like give the whole diatribe, and I'll do the uh, the final honors. All right, bet. Nels, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. What are we doing? Do you know what happens <laughs> when you say outlandish things like Steve Nash is a good defender? 
Do you know what happens when you say that a man that averages point seven steals in his entire career, less than six hundred steals in his entire career? Five hundred and eleven, bro. Five hundred and eleven steals in his career. You consider his him best career a good steal defender? total was one steal a game. Three times in a seventeen year career. Oh my god. Do you know what happens? When you claim to know about a man, but know absolutely nothing. Mike, Mike McCain. You just made the list! <laughs> we might have just lost the viewer, y'all boys. But no, we didn't. You feel me? Because you're a real one. And you're probably drunk listening to this. So we know we need you to have you on the show. If you could come on the show and make sense of what you said, you could get taken off the list. Which you're probably not, so you'll be on the list forever. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, boy. Fan mail, wild. ladies and gentlemen. Always wonderful. Uh-uh-uh. I ain't gonna lie, that was pretty that was pretty quality, broski. Mm-hmm. That was pretty quality. I'm very I'm very proud of that one. Well Um uh, Oh go ahead. Go ahead, bro, bro. No, uh, no, 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 you got it. I was gonna say we have a pay per view on Sunday. SummerSlam, right? Uh huh. Mm. One of the one of the big four, so it's uh you know time to get the picks. I will say that I sure hope they have some surprises this Sunday because uh, the the card is good, but it looks underwhelming for one of their big four pay per views. Why would you say that? Why would you say it's underwhelming in in your opinion? Um. I feel like a lot of the matches are predictable. Uh, like as to what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, because... I don't know. We'll, we'll go through the matches and, and give our picks, and I'll kind of give you my reasoning as to why. Um, so, as of right now, there's 10 matches that are official. I know sometimes they'll throw a couple extra on the pre-show and shit like that last minute, but so far, this is what's in in the books. Um, there's a cruiserweight title match between Drew Gulak and Oni Lorcan, which will be good because cruiserweights always kind of do good. Um, but I think Drew Gulak retains. I'm tired of hearing this dude's name. I've never seen his face. But I'm going to say his name again. Gulak. Is his name cooler than the other buddy? Mm. No. The other buddy sound like some shit off Con Air. I'm with Gulak. But, all right. What's the other dude's name? Oni Lorcan. Yeah, he sounds like he should be on Con Air. <laughs> Alright, um, up next. So, it was originally Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Turned out it really was a red herring, and it wasn't for Shawn Michaels. It's actually for Goldberg. Versus Dolph Ziggler? So, because Dolph Ziggler's been talking trash about Goldberg and Shawn Michaels and stuff like that. And on Monday uh, on Raw... Ziggler came out to sign his contract with The Miz. And when he signed the contract, The Miz was basically like, oh, you didn't read the fine print. Your match isn't against me. So then he looked over at Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels started smiling. And then, like they got face-to-face. And the crowd got hyped because they're like, oh, shit. We're about to see Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler. And then Shawn Michaels grabs the mic and goes, oh, it's not me. And then Goldberg's music hits. Sheesh. I know the crowd went crazy. They did, but I think there's a lot of people that are disappointed because 
you're not going to get a quality match out of Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler. You're going to get a don't kill. You're going to get a two minute squash match. That's fine. Bell rings, is, spear, jackhammer, end of match. That's fine though. You can't have that every match. And Dolph Ziggler, they've already shown you, is their little puppet to be able to put in these little screw matches anyway. So yeah. it's just perfectly fine. I just don't know what it what it serves. Hype, boy. They need it, bro. They need their hype machines. These are. Bruh. I'm starting to wonder if Dolph Ziggler's ever gonna get a belt, bro. No, no again. No. He's he's done. As far as I mean, to go. be honest with you, he had a shot, but you can't come in there and be. You're too Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels ain't dead for you to be mm-hmm. extra so Shawn Michaels and think you're gonna get a push. Niggas still. You ain't. think that's the reason why he didn't get a push is because he's close I to Shawn Michaels? Too, I think he's too Shawn Michaels. In the Shawn Michaels, really? In the era where Shawn Michaels is still relevant. Hmm. Really. Yeah, that is that a, is quite that is quite a take, bro. I think he needs a new a new persona or something. But right now, his even the way he everything way he do everything is real, you know. Yeah, because instead of the showstopper, he's the show off. Yeah, he's too like he like, does sweet sweet chin music is his finishing move. Like yeah, you do the same shit. Like wait, sweet chin music is his finishing move. Yeah, uh-huh. and now instead Since of a super when? and now instead of a super kick, they're actually calling it sweet chin music now. He's using yes, it to defend. He's always been doing chin. super kicks, but now like. He's doing it as his finisher, and they're calling it Sweet Chin Music. WWE, if you don't realize it, is bringing a, is bringing a lot of old stuff in so that they can get their crowd back. They, they rely so hard on nostalgia, though, and like a lot of that nostalgia shit just doesn't work in there. But I don't think it's long term. I think they just need it for now yeah. until they get they until they, until until um, Heyman and, and Bischoff get 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 the train going. Well, you need to do something soon because if they don't start like actually telling good stories, like they don't start people, telling good stories. But they just need, so, they just need to keep some of that hype. You can have a nice story, but if you got characters that no nobody give a damn about, anybody gonna want to watch it? Right. Like for instance, the whole they um, just resigned the Undertaker for for a nice little little yeah. contract. Like the whole Roman Reigns story, like that kind of fell flat on Tuesday. So like on because nobody cared about Roman Reigns. Right. Like so that. like you know last week there was like the that stuff kind of. I mentioned, you know, he was backstage and, like, this, like, crane stuff kind of fell on him or whatever, and he was okay, and, you know, he was trying to figure out who it was, and a lot of the internet people were blaming Samoa Joe. It had to be Samoa Joe, because that's who he was beefing with. Mm-hmm. So, on Monday Night Raw, Samoa Joe, like, comes out to start the show, and he was like, everyone was sitting there blaming me, blaming me. There was 15 cameras back there. You didn't see me on a single one of them. So, how y'all gonna sit here and blame me? Mm-hmm. This, that, whatever. He's like, I want an apology from Roman. I want an apology from everybody. No, and he's like, he's like, and I'm gonna hijack the show until that happens. So like later on the night, he came out to the ring, called Roman out. Roman wasn't in the building yet, and then he got word, oh, Roman just pulled up. So Samoa Joe goes backstage out to the parking lot area, where Roman Reigns is just getting out of his car, and they're kind of jawing back and forth. And then Roman Reigns looks over to his left, says, "Oh shit," and jumps into the car, and his car gets plowed by another car. Bitch. And so it wasn't Samoa Joe. And then the car, like, speeds off, right? And, like, Samoa Joe is actually, like, the first person to go and try to help Roman. Like, he pries mm-hmm. open the door and is, like, check on, like, hey, yo, you good? Stay, like, just vibe, like, this, that, whatever. So I don't know if they're kind of maybe transitioning more towards a face roll for Samoa Joe or if he's just going to play tweener. Um, Chris Benoit's type Right. Shit. So that carried over to SmackDown where, you know, it's like, oh, who done it? Who done it? And uh, see, they doing a lot. They, they like, did that. They did that to Stone Cold. You know right, I mean? but at the end of the night, you find out, oh, it was Daniel Bryan and Rowan. 
That's what people. That's what we at West. One of the people we had guessed it was. I yeah, think. but like just the way they delivered it, it was kind of just like. But why? Like the though? crowd. Like, did, what, what does what does Daniel Bryan have to do with Roman Reigns in any particular? I don't way? know. I'm sure we'll have to find out next week. But like the way because it just kind of ended, the crowd Daniel the crowd Bryan just was, wasn't into it. Like crowd was just like, oh, because it was right after, it, and it was like so obvious because it was literally right after a Daniel Bryan and Rowan tag team match. It cut to backstage to Roman Reigns like interrogating somebody and then being like, oh, it was Rowan. It was Rowan. He didn't say it was Daniel Bryan, but obviously Daniel Bryan. I mean, Rowan is Daniel Bryan's lackey, so he's obviously involved. But it's like, oh, and like the crowd was just like quiet. Yeah. So like everything kind of faded out with like the crowd just like not really reacting to it. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, mean, how are they supposed to react? Like, it should be like some kind of big reveal. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit. But, like, when they're in the ring, standing in the ring, watching this happening on the screen, it's like, oh, so it was them. So you're showing me this whole interrogation scene, but I already know what it's about to get to. So, like, I don't know. They're kind of... Uh, they they prematurely blew their load, I guess. We'll see. Yeah. But, um, anyways, but back to the card. So, Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg. Um, I think Goldberg wins and. 20 seconds. Uh, yep. Yeah. The same way he got stunned in that motherfucking match against KO. He about to get filleted. Yep. He must have did some bad shit. He must yeah. be paying. I'm, I'm guessing you're going with Goldberg 2 now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Up next, another match that, in my opinion, should be a squash match and very quick match. Finn Balor versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. I think Bray Wyatt needs to win this match quick. Finn Balor shouldn't get much offense in. And the Finn just needs to be dominant. That way, when Finn Balor eventually comes back and it's a Demon versus Fiend match, it could be a bigger deal. Because this just needs to be a strong intro to the Fiend in the ring. So I'm going Fiend. I, I think there's no way that the Fiend loses this. Yeah, I don't think the Fiend loses. I don't think he wins quick, though. I feel you. Don't disrespect Finn Balor like that, boy. Nose? Uh, I'm going to go Fiend. Okay. Um, here's another one of those matches that, see, so I think like like that match was obvious. The Goldberg match was obvious. This is another one that I think is obvious. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. If uh, Owens loses, he quits WWE. Shane McMahon, bitch. I'm I'm going Kevin Owens. I gotta go Kevin Owens on that one, bro. We could hold your friend. <clears throat> Even though it would be crazy, like super crazy. Yeah, I mean, you could get some bells and whistles involved here, but like, it's not even like, honestly, what I hate about this match, it's not even a no disqualification match. So Shane is going to have to work a regular, a regular wrestling match, which isn't his strong suit. Like, he works better in gimmick matches, whether it's a last man standing or any kind of hardcore stipulation. Like, putting him in a regular technical wrestling match is not him. Yeah, and it just doesn't make for anything. Like, I'm sure they'll get other wrestlers involved somehow behind the rest back and shit but like I see that every week on Raw and Smackdown him do that it'll be like Drew McIntyre gets involved because he's not anywhere else on the card or Elias gets involved because he's not anywhere else huh is that the only stipulation to that match yeah that if he loses he quits yeah there's no stipulation for Shane it's just for Kevin Owens Uh, okay cool right like there's no stakes involved at all (laughs) really yeah, that's that's kind of wild. Um, yeah, SummerSlam. I, I see what you're saying. SummerSlam is kind of yeah. Like, like so eh. far, like the card is like uh, it's, it's not weak, bro. The Rock, right? 
versus Hollywood Hogan. And plus, it's in Canada, and Kevin Owens is Canadian, so you know they're gonna give him oh, that. He gotta win that. Um, yeah, he's gotta win that. Unless WWE's just trying to try Canadian they'd be, again, yeah, they'd like be they did with Bret Hart. Um, so the next is the U.S. title match: uh, AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. I think this is another match. AJ Styles just won it. I think he retains with the help from the club or the OC, as they're called now. Uh, I see him getting a not clean win here, so I, I think AJ retains. I agree. Yeah, he retained. And then Ricochet gonna go win the Intercontinental later on. Right. Or maybe just shoot to the move you up know. the ladder, y'all stupid. Ass. Um. Up next, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. I think this is a passing of the torch moment. Charlotte wins, upsets Trish in Canada. Back towards um, bed past week. Yeah, but you know they All like the to bring up these old shit. So you you can't pass it to Charlotte. You should have passed it to everybody that came after yeah. you. I don't see Charlotte losing this match personally. So you should have passed it to Mickey James. True. Trish gonna win. Trish is not about to win with her old ass. Trish about to she win. Be about to, bro, every time she be about to do that little that little stratification, I think she go miss the rope. Right. Um, That's facts. Up next, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Ember Moon. As much as I would love to say Ember Moon, the way they've been portraying her on SmackDown recently, like she just like this little yeah, puppy she be, little yeah, and like she been lucky chick that and she been like be tag weak, like she been losing, like she lost to Natalia last week. She didn't even earn the title shot. Bailey just chose her to to. So it's like I'm about to have her just beef whooping people. Yeah, like I don't see they, them. They, I don't see them giving it to Ember. The female John Cena. But. So I got I got Bailey. That's the woman John Cena right there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Ember Moon's gonna win that one. All right. Who you got? You got Bailey? You said Dylan. Ember Moon. Oh, okay. Dylan going Ember Moon too. All right. The Raw Women's Title: Becky Lynch defending against Natalia in a submission match. Um, I think Becky Lynch is gonna beat Natalia in Canada because why would you give Natalia the title? She can't even work the microphone. Plus, Becky Lynch is on the cover of WWE 2K20. Yeah, you're not about to just so you're not about to just take the title, title off before of her. the game even come out. Natalia, they're not about to have really knows. They're not about to have yeah. They're not about to have right, Natalia man. with the title, bro. Natalia's so trash on the mic, bro. The that should be so garbage. I'm the best there is. The best way. That's my wait. Right. Badass. All right. So the Universal Title match: Brock Lesnar. Defending against Seth Rollins. Uh Rollins got another beat down this week on Raw. I'm tired of seeing And he's looking fight. he's looking foolish. Yeah, me too. Um I I'm so low key, to see them two fight. I'm hoping Brock Lesnar wins so that way Seth can go do something else. I, I and I'd never cheer for Brock, but I'm just tired of seeing these two go at it. Yeah, and I want him to win like fairly. Like whoop Rollins' ass so he can be like, alright, bro. I mean, he's been beating him down every week. Like, Rollins isn't 100% already. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a quick match, too, to be honest with you. I can see that, but I've been on a roll, so I got Rollins. Okay. But <laughs> have you the worst record, boy, bro. <laughs> the record about to be full boo, Ain't it? And then the match that I hope is the main event, but it probably I'm won't be. Probably won't be the main event. The WWE title match, this one has the best story, even though they haven't really had to do much. Kofi Kingston defending against Randy Orton. Like, literally, they haven't had to do much. It's just been a couple promos, a couple video packages, and, like, there's already so much to this I rivalry. Randy, I can see Randy taking that bad SummerSlam. 
I've got Randall Kenneth Orton. I'm going Randy Orton, bro. All right, Randy Kingston. Oh, that's a, that's a funky name. <laughs> or Kofi Orton? Kofi Yuck. Orton. Ew. Yuck. I don't know what's worse. Kofi Orton. Randy Kingston. You had, to, you had to get a Jamaican accent. Bitch. And he's like, you had to oh, do yeah. dance moves and this, whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they brought Mustafa Ali. That's when they did SOS. Again, the fighter. SOS. Reading on Tanker. That's what I used to be getting though, his little chest. Ain't it? All right. So, wait, no, who you going with though, for real? Ready. I already told you. No, I was talking to Dylan, sorry. Oh. Ready or Ted. Alright, yeah. I don't think that main events. Um if it doesn't main event, it should open, in my opinion. But it probably won't Big it facts. probably won't do that either. It'll probably be like somewhere in the middle. Because it's gonna facts. be like a ten hour show and they'll probably put it at like nine thirty. Then they go do ready or they go do ready or versus the Undertaker at, at WrestleMania. Ugh. We already saw that. Randall. Alright. That's all I got. WWE's pissing me off as always. Oh, but nice. I but what I will say though, if people have a chance, we don't really do the picks on it. Watch the NXT takeover the night before on Saturday night. Um, even if you don't watch it live, you know, watch it maybe Sunday morning before SummerSlam because they literally never disappoint. There's never been. They don't disappoint. They got the same day for their pay per view every time. Yes, they've and it never failed. They've literally, if you go back to every single takeover from the first one, they've never had a bad takeover ever. It's always a maximum of like four or five matches, and like everybody gets time, everybody looks good, and it's just incredible. Like every single time, and the main event, I'm really excited for, because it's the final showdown between, uh, um. Joey Gargano and uh or sorry Johnny Gargano I don't know why I said Joey Johnny Gargano and um gosh what's his name Adam Cole baby so they have a two out of three falls match um another one because they did that um the last takeover and they're running it back this time they each get to choose one of the first two stipulations. So nice. Yeah. So Johnny Gargano chose a street fight, and then Adam Cole chose a regular straight up wrestling match. Right. So what I'm thinking is they're each gonna win each other's stipulation, and then the rule for the third stipulation is General Manager William Regal will make that one. So I think they obviously okay. get to the third fall, and William Regal is gonna pull like some crazy shit it's gonna be lit like a ladder match boy or some shit we'll be under a a 15 foot steel cage nah they can't do that because if they if they did that the fans would know the whole time because there'd just be a cage hovering above so it'd be like well obviously we know what the third stipulation is nice yeah so sorry that's my I'm with it bro yeah NXT yeah, NXT it. stuff is probably gonna be fire, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I just want everybody in NXT to just stay in NXT, high key. Yeah, bro. And I, I agree. And I want some WWE like main roster people to go back to NXT and go back to killing it. Maybe they just need to. Real shit, like they just need to like send send Finn Balor back. You're not doing shit with him on the main roster. He keeps taking L's. 
Send send Shinsuke Nakamura back. He's IC champion and can't find his way onto a pay per view card to save his life. Like that's wild. Just send these people back, bro. Like you're not using them. Like Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn was supposed to have a match with Aleister Black at this pay per view. They ended up just doing it on SmackDown this week. Who won? Aleister. I bet. So like, oh. Maybe they, yeah, maybe you're right. It's, it's seeming like it needs to. They just need to make NXT a brand. Real shit. Well, it looks like they are going to be putting it on TV. Um, so in October, when AEW starts on Wednesday nights on TNT, um, the NXT will be coming off of WWE Network and will be shown on um, FS1. Wow. The Fox Sports one, yeah. So, um, they're trying to compete, for sure. I think more eyes, I think more eyes will be on AEW just because it's a, more, I think more people have TNT than have uh, Fox Sports one, or necessarily think to check Fox Sports one. I mean, AEW is definitely, I, I think they definitely got the right recipe right now to really, really be successful. Right. And they're smart with the arenas that they're booking. Like they're like they're starting out, they're not booking the 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 major basketball team arenas because uh, those hold like twenty thousand. You know what I'm saying? They're right. they're mainly they're mainly sticking to your medium sized arenas that hold like ten thousand, thirteen thousand. Because then you you can sell those bitches out and you know. You don't have those camera cutaways like on Raw where they have the entire upper sections like tapered off because they just couldn't sell the tickets. You that know, was horrible. That'll make, that'll make their product look better because, oh, shit, sold out. Sold out. Sold out. That was horrible. Just man. like their they're, um, all-in pay-per-view. Sold out. Four minutes. Like, they're all-out pay-per-views at the end of this month. That shit been sold out for months and months and months now. Like... They they doing it the right way for sure, and they're not yeah. can't, they're not spending a ton of money booking these big ass arenas for no reason. No, you're smart. You ain't there yet. Right. When you get there, you get there. Yeah. AEW, it is man. AEW is also doing it real good too because it's like they're low key hinting that they're 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 out here to win a competition, but they're not flat out just saying it either. Like. Like they're just they're just they're they're drop they're dropping like subtle hints, right? But they're not flat out going for it, which is great because it's kind of setting them up like for a whole thing. Like, no, I I see y'all there. You know what I'm saying? We see y'all, but you know we're not not really concerned about y'all. We're just gonna keep doing our Work. own thing and Cause, and let the fans decide. Because AEW has like they've a lot of the wrestlers have even said we're not competing with WWE. You can't compete with WWE. They're they're literally a global brand. Like right. it would which be is, it would be genius. Yeah, it would be stupid of them to compete. Now, so they, should should the ratings start making a competition? Hey, that's cool, but that's not what they're going out to do. They're not going out to, to beat. They're just going out to give a good alternative to. I think shit what you they're see. doing, and like you said, like the whole alternative thing makes sense. You know what I mean? Because in a sense, they are doing the things that WWE is not doing. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can watch highlights and look at certain things and be like, oh, okay, that's. 
Okay, that's dope. Okay, okay. All right. That I don't see that every day. Okay, cool. So you know, it's I, I agree with you. It's definitely a nice alternative, and they definitely <laughs> know what they're doing. Like that's it's a good look for them. Facts. And the key thing, like the fact that they're using analytics and the fact that wins and losses actually matter with storyline. Like you're not gonna see somebody who's been taking a bunch of L's, like get a title shot. No, you have to go on like a winning streak, like and like oh shit, you know. Just like UFC has their power rankings for fighters and stuff, and you have to accrue these wins before you get your title shot. Same shit applies. You start taking L's, you drop down the ladder. WWE just be giving niggas title shots. Right. And it adds to the realism of things when you do things like that. Did they used to do shit like that? Yeah, bring back fucking, like, just the aura of wrestling. Like, tournament-style wrestling. You start up here, get your ass to the top. All right. If you're just trying to have too many niggas at the top at the same time, if you're just trying to filter them niggas. Easily. Kayfabe, Kayfabe needs to make a comeback. What the fuck is that? Kayfabe, Kayfabe is the uh, uh, it's the term used to describe like when back in the day when before people knew wrestling was scripted. Like, the heels only traveled with heels. They they were their characters in public. Like that that there was that sense of like realism to it. Oh, like the good guys don't stay at the same hotel as the bad guys, and like they're never run together. Even if they're good friends, when they're in heel or face mode, like they're stay they have, they have to be separated and stuff like that to keep that sense of realism. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. But the internet, you know, once the internet came around, kind of busted that shit wide open and. Definitely. Uh, that's the end of my wrestling rant. Sorry, Nels. No, you're good, bro. We it's needed, bro. It's 100. We do whatever we want. WWE just needs to hire we, me we at talk. the end of the day. <laughs> yep. No, real talk, real talk. So, all right, so we're gonna. So, G shit. I I support you. You can put me down as a reference, man. We just play all these episodes. Ain't the it? fuck? Like all these ideas. G. Facts. <laughs> all these. Ideas. So, I wanted to transition, and I kind of wanted to, you know. I wanted to mesh NBA and NFL together if possible. Oh shit! Um, I didn't want right. I I don't want it. I didn't want us to take too too much time on it. Um, and and I know like maybe one of these topics will have like a a discussion. I think depending on the on how adamant we are about our opinions. But I wanted to talk about NBA first, then NFL. I just wanted to know what storyline are you most looking forward to seeing? Um, it can be more than one. On, no more than on three. On what you said? On for the NFL and the and for the NBA and the NFL, which storylines are you looking forward to the most? It can be anywhere from one to three. If it's gonna be three, obviously keep it short. If it's gonna be one, then you know take the time that you need. But what storylines are you first? So we'll go NBA first. What storylines are you most looking forward to for the upcoming season? For the upcoming season, yes. The Lakers. Okay. I want to see how the Lakers do. Okay, and what is your what is your reasoning for that? Is it because of the pickup? Is it because of LeBron? Is it because it's LA? There's the hype, or it's the hype. Okay. It's LA. Okay. I want to see what happens. I want to see if they. Can, okay. I want to see if they live up to the hype. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 agree with you. Lakers is definitely one of my one of my like more, I guess 
hype storylines for me. I want to see. Um, only reason. Go ahead, bro. I want to see what happens if they don't do good this year. Right. I, what can you say? Like, there's nothing more to say. Honestly, do you how how much of a roster like, you need would, to build you know around how, two stars? Yeah, you know how crazy that would be on LeBron. On a broader, yeah. yeah. On a on a broader spectrum, for me, outside of just how the Lakers do, I want to see who wins the battle for LA. Period. Oh yeah, they do play. They they play in the they play in the See, season, they play in the season opener and they play on Christmas. They do. So my my whole thing is with with that even more so. It's kind of like because of the it's like the schematics of it all. You know what I mean? Like you have Davis and you have LeBron, who realistically on paper that's probably the greatest pick and roll combination in life because Anthony Davis is arguably the best stretch forward in the game, arguably. Easily and. And LeBron is about to be a point guard, but you have two forwards that are capable of posting you up, hitting the three, taking the ball off the dribble, and they can both pick and roll with each other. Like you saw what LeBron did with with Kyrie. So it's like, damn, what is he going to do with Davis? Right. Who can catch the ball at any spot. You can hit him with the lob. He's got ups for days. And, and you know, what? what's scary is, is like, and I don't want to jinx him, but what happens if they don't stay healthy? Is the season done? How many games are they going to play? How many L's are you going to be able to take? Can you sit them down and be like, all right, bro, we're going to take an L this game because we want to stay number two or number three or whatever. <clears throat> so that's that's one side of it. On the Clippers side, you have literally the probably the top two all-around players in the league. I mean, I feel like Klay Thompson's up there too, but they always shit on Klay Thompson, which makes me mad. But I, I, I really – I feel like Klay Thompson is easily – like, you can make an argument for being a top 10, top 15 player in the league. People always look at me crazy when I say that, but I'm like, I'm not saying he is, but I can easily make an argument for it because you can't tell me something that he lacks on. Right. He doesn't lack on anything. As a basketball player, he does everything well. He rebounds, he defends, he plays on ball, he plays off ball, he can hit the three, he can hit the mid-range jumper, he can put the ball down on the rack, and you can even have him set up plays from the top of the key if you need him to. So he's not lacking in anything. However, you've got guys like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard who do this on a high level. And they're not necessarily big forwards. They're more finesse forwards. So it's like you have two different types of play, two different brands of basketball. And on that side of the ball, Paul George is still hurt. So Paul George is just starting the season with the Clippers. So what happens if the Clippers win the first game without PG? You know what I mean? So it's I'm I'm that's one of my storylines I'm looking for. I'm also wanting to see how much injuries is gonna play a part in like the the setup of the season. Cause you know, you got Clay that's gonna be out for a while, you got KD that's gonna be out for a while. We don't know exactly how Anthony Davis or LeBron James is gonna play, and we got Paul George that's gonna be out for a while. And mind you, even though people don't want to admit it, Kawhi definitely played in them finals hurt. Oh, so, yes. He definitely he definitely he was did. Limping so we can't every say, game. We can't say he's 100 either. So now with all of these these teams that we're hyping about that are hurt, because even the Sixers, Joel Embiid isn't 100. And I don't know if you guys saw the footage, but you know Ben Simmons has been working on a shot all summer. And mm-hmm. there's footage of him hitting three-pointers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it in a game. I know, but what happens if he does? Well, then I'll change does my Philly, does, does Philly Does Philly instantly become a title contender? Yes. <clears throat> Ab- you see ab- what I mean? So absolutely, they, they become do. liable it's, to come out the East. There's so much parity in the NBA, and I agree with you to they that extent, um, Dylan. The they have they have a chance to come out the East, 
Um, just because I feel like they still have a lot of immaturity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can handle. They'll get whacked what by comes anybody playing in the finals. finals. Well, yeah, but if they get to the finals, technically they're still contenders. Which is, so they have a chance and, to get to the finals. And got, you still gotta see. You still gotta see Giannis. And ever that's what I was just about to say. And nobody's talking about Milwaukee. You still gotta see nobody. Milwaukee's still a team. You know what I mean? So those are definitely storylines. Like I'm definitely looking for the Lakers. I'm definitely looking for the Clippers, and I just love the parody in the NBA. There are so many teams that we could talk about. For example, the Nuggets. People sleep on the Nuggets. Nuggets is a complete team from what I see. Hey, did did y'all see uh, Blake Griffin shade the Pistons on uh, yeah. on Jimmy Fallon? He shaded them? No, I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. I thought you were talking about somebody else. What no, did he do? No, no. So, because, um, you know, the Pistons really didn't get anybody. During phrase, they got Derrick Rose, but like they didn't get none of these big names that were looking to move. You feel me? Right. Mm-hmm. And Blake is clearly frustrated by it. So he was on Fallon, and Fallon was asking him about you know how he's felt about you know the off season and how crazy free agency is. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, everybody made moves. Everybody got big names except for the Pistons, and then like just kept going. It's like, oh, you feel some type of way, yeah. I, he sees all these. You know, duos forming and all these teams, and like, and he's still over there with Andre Drummond. He got dead. <laughs> Drummond lit, dumb lit. So I mean, yeah, definitely things to look forward to. Again, I like I said, I want to play with you, Blake. Nah, not at all. Yeah, uh, um, and I, I don't want to spend too too much time on it. Like I said, because I feel like we're gonna beat a dead horse if we literally lay it all out. And I want to keep the same energy for the NFL, but. I mean, how do you guys feel about the NFL? Like, what is? I'm trying to what see. are some storylines you're looking for in the NFL? I'm trying to see what's up with the Giants. <clears throat> Facts. Me too. That's my number one storyline. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. That's my number one storyline. Well, Browns. Are Absolutely. Raiders. Me for bias purposes. I'm trying to see what's up with Just the Browns. Browns I want to see what's gonna happen with Zeke, and if Zeke don't get put on, what happens if the Cowboys go like three and one, three and zero, oh, four and two? Mm-hmm. Like, does he lose stock? Is it just a wrap? Now he's gonna go into free agency. Nah, he As, he. Well, he 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 might lose stock with the Cowboys, but then again, like they already have that mentality that we don't need a franchise running back. Like, you're not you don't play the quarterback position. Like, we can find you in next year's draft. Bitch. Big facts. Like real shit. So, I want to see Lamar. I want to see Lamar too. I want to see what the new offense looks like. Um, I I really want to see. Like some of these rookie quarterbacks, that's probably gonna get on. Um, I, th- I think Duke Johnson going to the Texans is gonna be huge for the Texans. Offense. I think that that's a big pickup. That's a big pickup. Um, I low key all bias. I low key want to see how Cam's gonna do this year. Yeah. I'm um, just listening to his interviews. I feel like he's finally matured up a little bit. I think the injuries are starting to catch up with him, and and he's starting to realize like what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I, I'm I'm interested. Maybe he'll become more of a pocket passer. Maybe he'll rely a little bit more on McCaffrey. He won't run as much. So I'm really I'm really intrigued as to seeing what they're gonna do. I mean, the Carolina Panthers with him to kind of keep him healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm um, I'm personally intrigued by the Eagles uh, too, just because I feel like this is a, to be like, okay, you need to be healthy all year. And like you need to do something mm-hmm. to get us to the playoffs, and then you need to do something in the playoffs. Because I don't want him to get that no contract. To yeah, to get that that weight off your back and off your shoulders of like, ah oh, shit, you know, Nick Foles is the only one who can get it done in the playoffs, and 
He's, All you do you is know, get hurt. Right. So I think this, like, this is a year for him that he needs to still be that Carson Wentz that can go out there and, you know, win you the big game and shit. But just, just think he Aaron Rodgers already. Can't, can't be getting hurt. I want to see... I want to see um, Russell Wilson and Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to see them, um, and I also I just feel like there's gonna be. I, I want to see. Shit. I want to see what team is randomly gonna come up and be like a playoff contender, not necessarily a Super Bowl contender. But I feel like every year there's always a team that that's competing for the playoffs, and we're like, wait, what? Like last year was the Bears. Like we knew the Bears were gonna be good, but we didn't know where they were gonna be that it's good. Be in Texas. So yeah, I mean, but we expect the Texans to be good though. Raiders for the most part. Raiders. Okay, that that would be that would be interesting. I, I think, I think it could be the 49ers. Um, I feel like. Oh yeah, we should be back there. <laughs> wow, they about to get <laughs> you. You tried them. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I'm really interested in into seeing what's gonna happen. I really, really want to see Dwayne Haskins, even though he's third on the depth chart. I feel like by Rich. season's end. He'll see some oh, yeah, playing yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. I, I think they li- I think they really put him on, oh, on third string. They're definitely trash enough to where he'll see time early. No, I think they I think they literally put him third string because I, I feel like they understand that he could potentially be a franchise quarterback. We're talking about a guy that's six six, two hundred and what, forty pounds, two hundred and thirty five pounds. That's mm-hmm. a big boy. Yeah, yeah. With a nice arm. And he's a pocket passer. He's not a running quarterback by any means. So you pretty much got a, you pretty much got Cam Newton that needs to rely more on his brains than than his athleticism. So I think they understand like maybe if we can mold him, sit him down, and really like show him what he needs to do, there's a potentiality that this man might might turn out to be great. So I'm really interested in seeing what they're doing with because they're definitely keeping him guarded, yep. and I want to know why. Because uh, we haven't really talked about him like that. True. True. But, really I mean, maybe it's like just one that. of those slow, you know, nurturing type things, like taking our time with them type shit. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, and I feel don't like want him if to get too big headed and thinking he's got it, you know. And I feel like if there's any particular quarterback, I mean, any particular coach that can help out a quarterback get better, I would definitely have to say, I, I have faith in in Jay Gruden. Mm-hmm. I just do. He's 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 got a track record in helping quarterbacks get better. I don't see why not with him, personally. I don't see. Kyler I don't Murray. see why. I don't see why not with him. Kyler Murray, yeah, Kyler Murray. I, I don't know, man. I want him to do good, but they really got to protect him. And I hope the offensive line does their job because at the end of the day, we still got to remember he's five eleven. Well, on a great day, he's five ten, a buck eighty five. Mm-hmm. This is not the, this is not college anymore. These these are big boys. We're talking about Aaron Donald coming after you twice a season. Mm. That's that's scary mm-hmm. for any size man. Boy, the boy get Pat Whited, boy. Get boy, your, get I hope ad, not. Get your ass Pat Whited. I hope not. I hope not. Preseason is back. Word. So we got a couple more weeks before the season Nick starts. Nick is already Fantasy hurt. Football is back. Nick is already done. I'm looking, I'm looking forward. I, I'm looking forward to seeing Miami fold this year. Nick is already done for the absolutely. season. Absolutely. So fantasy football is back. So you know we got to run back to balls league. Um, I'll be sending I'll be sending a text message to everybody who was in in last year to see if they're in this year. I need my bread. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna have to run it back. You never got your bread. I mean, I didn't win. Oh, all right then. Yeah, so that's say, what I thought. I like, so anyway, I was like Austin one, bro. <laughs> I need my chips with the dip this year, nigga. So that's so we're gonna yeah we're gonna run it back, and um, then of course we're gonna have them we're gonna have those players be guests. 
just during the season, we'll talk about our league, right. who's first place, who's last place, who's leading, who's not, how the games go. So definitely be on on the lookout for that. Mike McKay, um, you listeners. need to be on this. You need to be on this fantasy. No, it's real quick. One thing I, th- I I thought you'd appreciate that I I heard. So Bruce Arians, you know, he's back coaching this year with the Bucks. Um, do you know what he said to his fellow coaches in their very first meeting with the team? Nah. He said, if any one of you misses your kid's recital, baseball game, football game, uh, field trip, anything like that, if y'all miss that, you're fired. I love it. Straight up. I love it. You can't because, bro, like, how many coaching staffs do we know that do those things that our team is trash anyway? Right. Yeah, you might as well let them do it. You might as well, like, go get cool yourself down, go see your kids' stuff, especially if they're local, you know what I mean? Or if they're close, if they're, like, a two-hour flight away, go handle that, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you have have other coaches for. That's what you have other coordinators for. That's what you got quality control for. Like, don't be out here, like, nah, bro. And he's somebody who's been in the league so long. He gets, like, there's more... There's more to life than just this. I feel like the coaches that understand that, those are like really successful teams. Yeah, he because probably, even though, he probably missed his kids growing up. He probably absolutely. missed a lot of shit. That he absolutely. And people people talk about like Belichick and they think Belichick's not that type of coach. I kind of think Belichick is that type of coach. Because I always see I always see the Patriot players with their kids in training camp. Oh yeah, easily. Always. Most most teams you'll never see that. Anytime I see footage of the Patriots in training camp, I always see a jit. Always. Yeah. Never fails. And you can tell like the Patriots to me, although they handle business, just looking at some of their former players, looking at some of their current players, you can tell there's still somewhat of a laid back atmosphere there. Mm-hmm. There just is, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And and I feel like Arians is on to something. If you've been successful for this long. Maybe there's something you're doing that a lot of people aren't, and I and I think that sometimes with something as serious as NFL, like that's a serious game that you're playing because any play could be your last play. Facts. You know what I mean? That's enough of a stress as is. As a coach, any game could be your last game. Ownership literally could pull the trigger on your ad any time and be like, "Yeah, we're done. Get out." For real. So yeah, I like that man. That was a good. That was a good antidote, man. To. To kind of close out, close out the show, man. I think. Oh, Jermaine. Unless Curtis we got is, something else missing. Jermaine Curse is a broken leg. Them boys falling. Oh yeah. Them boys falling. One. Yeah, yeah, one by one. It's gonna happen. We got like three more weeks left before we can legitimately be like, all right, this is what we're working with. So. Them boys yeah, falling like trees, man. Yeah, bro. So I, I don't know. Man. Y'all boys got, y'all boys got anything else for one hundred? Nick Bosa's nah. not playing the entire preseason. You think that's bad? No, I think that's great. I think you need to protect your stars. Preseason, preseason doesn't really do anything that practice doesn't. And preseason, you know that these you're 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 pretty much putting them against some rookie or some player that's trying to prove themselves and are willing to do what they got to do to make themselves look good. Sit your stars down, man. Yeah. There's no reason why they need to be playing, yeah. bro. That, after, that's just me personally. After week three, they know. After week three of the preseason, they know who their starters are going to be. Yeah, man. And, I, I just feel like it's unnecessary. Yeah, and week, week four is just for the fringe players that are trying to earn that last spot. Facts. Big so, facts. J.J. White got injured. Again? Groin. Oh, shit. That was, gonna, that's that, that that's was a lingering injury, too. Yeah, that was that was going to happen. We should have seen that. We saw that one coming. Yeah. He'll be fine, like, in the beginning yeah. of, the, of Nick, the season. Nick Bosa yeah. missing the whole preseason. He's out whole preseason with that high ankle sprain. High yeah. ankle sprains are another one that's kind of tough. Yeah. 
I mean, those those things are to be expected. Protect your stars, protect your money, protect your investment. Do what you got to do. Real shit. Do what you got to do, man. Don't don't be forcing nothing out there, man. Real no, shit. A lot of guys are getting hurt. Yeah, Sean Lee got hurt again. Well, that's that's Shocker. a given. Sean Lee's always hurt, so that's why I, I didn't even want to bring up those injuries because I'm like, we're naming players that always get hurt. Jermaine Curse, Sean Lee, JJ Watt. Every season they get hurt. I hockey so, didn't even know Jermaine Curse was still in the league. Not gonna lie. Wow. It's a lot of guys that are hurt. Not AJ Green's lie. hurt. That happens, bro. Those those are preseason pre woes, man. Dude. When they when they go when you go into the season and, and then these guys are still hurt or they're not playing, then it's like, all right, it's a problem. Preseason woes, you gotta get them kinks out of your system. Might get hurt a little bit, might pull a groin, might hurt a hammy. But you'll get back right. A little stretching, a little PT, getting your mind right. A good trainer will get you on your feet real good. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, man. That's it for me. All right. So, should I go to Underrated Bars of Fame? Yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. So, for Underrated Bars of Fame, I got for you guys this evening a song named Champagne by BJ the Chicago Kid. Now, the lyrics aren't necessarily bars per se, but I really just want to put y'all onto this song. I'm going to read the lyrics for y'all. Please take the time to listen to the song. Dylan Buddha, I will send y'all the song off air, off air so you can listen to it. It's smooth. It works well, especially when, when you hear the lyrics You're smooth and work in well. the song. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So, the chorus goes, so no more champagne till midnight. No more champagne till midnight. No more champagne till midnight. Who knows what time will be arriving? No champagne till midnight. I'm about to miss the party. No, no more champagne till midnight because it got me kissing all on your body. I'm already twisted. Got me seeing double. It's about to get explicit. You're going to be in trouble. That champagne got me thinking about canceling plans that I made in advance. I'd rather be using my hands on your body. No more champagne till midnight. No more champagne till midnight. Oh my. No more champagne till midnight. I'm in no shape to be driving now. No more champagne till midnight. Who knows what time will be arriving? I'm looking for my pants, but I just can't put them on. I need to take them off because I'm with the girl that I want. That champagne's got me thinking about canceling plans that I made in advance. I'd rather be using my hands on you, girl. So no more champagne till midnight. You guys know the rest. Anyway, to verse three. Hey, what you gonna do? Club about to close and you got your dress on. So next time, baby, no more champagne till midnight. Yeah, it's all on you. The driver's outside. This should be a lesson. So next time, baby, no more champagne till midnight. Friends keep telling us about how we're always late. We're always late, baby. And then the reservations can't compare to what's on my plate. That champagne. Got me thinking about canceling plans that I made in advance. I'd rather be here using my hands on your body. So no more champagne till midnight. Champagne by BJ the Chicago Kid. Let everybody's fan. I love. So, yeah, man. I, I think, love BJ. Uh, I I figured you would. Kid. I I figured that you would enjoy BJ, <laughs> the Chicago kid. <laughs> um. So we wrap up end of episode one hundred, man. Hey, we appreciate all y'all listening to us, man. Yeah. Honestly, y'all could have been anywhere in the world. Y'all could have been listening to any podcast in the world, matter of fact. But you're listening to us, and we will always appreciate that. Just keep listening to us, and we'll keep giving you some bomb ass content past the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll appreciate. So I think with that being said, 
out of here, you little scallywags. Bye, hoes. Yes, sir.